0: Welcome to the Small Towns Big God Podcast. We don't know what we're doing, but we're going to do it anyway.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Small Towns Big God Podcast. It's our Bible study podcast. We'll have verse-by-verse verse discussion and talk about how the Scripture comes to life in our everyday lives. Uh, this is episode 42. 42. By the way, I didn't throw that in there at first because I'm going unscripted today. I'm a loose cannon, right? Ha, <laughs> ha. All right. Uh, My name is Dax Bruner. I'm the youth minister here at New Zion Baptist Church, and that is Josh Lott. He is the pastor out at Ivanhoe Baptist Church, and we're two guys just doing what we're called to do and share the scriptures by any means necessary. So, Internet, here we are, and we never know what we're doing. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. But we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, we've had to redo this thing twice now. So, anyway, what's happening, man? What's going on with you? Oh, yeah, long time no see. I know, right? We sp- yeah. we spent yesterday evening together. It was Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was Today's a wonderful Friday. time. Today is Friday, which is not our usual recording day, but man, it got late and we just didn't want to do it. Yeah, right. So yeah. <laughs> so we came out here this morning to record. And uh, I actually have something here because uh our wives did not want to be on the Thanksgiving episode of the of the podcast. So they wrote a nice letter for us. See? It's written out in girls' handwriting. Yeah, it looks yeah, like it. It looks like a girl wrote this. Uh-huh. So it's 100% correct, I would assume. It says, To whom it may concern, we are so thankful for our husbands. They are amazing in every way. They do not annoy us at all. Signed, Ashley and Linda. Hey, probably. That was nice. It was nice. That's
0: really nice of them. It was. Yep. So there you yeah. have it. Well,
1: we got it on record. It anyway. is on mm-hmm. video, yes. and we'll have an audio <laughs> version <laughs> later, uh, and I will share that with my wife, and I will message yours. <laughs> we'll be like, thanks for the nice letter. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. It's fantastic. Yeah, because we we are not annoying in any way. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Um, yeah, so holidays coming up. Uh, yeah. Just got through Thanksgiving, yeah. which was cool. fan- wonderful.
0: I'm still full. How about you? Yeah,
1: I, f- I feel like we should uh, – talk about gluttony but I don't want to. No. Yeah, because I'm guilty of it sitting here right now. Yeah, I am not hungry at <laughs> all. Nor did I wake up hungry. No, no. Which is odd for me cuz I'm always hungry. Okay. All right, so we're going to dive back into John. Uh we're going to start John chapter 8. Um and we were just talking earlier there's discussion on whether or not this should be in there or not, but it is. It is. It it's is in gonna there, so we're going to look at it. And uh so anyway, we're going to start ch- uh chapter 8 today. And the first 11 verses, and we'll do just like always, and I will read through it, and we will come back and talk about it. All right, here we go. Uh, It says, okay, so I'm going to go to 7 verse 53, because that's not in there. All right, so it says, then each one went to his house, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn, he went to the temple again, and all the people were coming to him. He sat down and began to teach them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery, making her stand in the center. Teacher, they said to him, this woman was caught in the act of committing adultery. In the law of, Mo- in the law of Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? They asked, him to tra- they asked him to trap him in order that they might have evidence to accuse him. Jesus stooped down and started writing on the ground with his finger. When they persisted in questioning him, he stood up and said to them, The one without sin among you should be the first to throw a stone at her. Then he stooped down again and continued writing on the ground. When they heard this, they left one by one, starting starting with the older men. Only Only he was left with the woman in the center. When Jesus stood up, he said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, Lord, she answered. Neither do I condemn you, said Jesus. Go, and from now on, do not sin any anymore,
0: so like you said it's it's not in all the old manuscripts um right. some say it was removed from a t- for a time and then put back, some say it was moved from a different place in scripture, maybe from a different gospel and then and put here um uh, you know like here's here's my thought, you know, and this is not my thought, this is some things i read this is this is the conclusion I come to, right, you know sometimes we make notes in our Bibles, sure, all right, so let's just say. That somebody was making notes, you know you make a note, and then it was your your Bible was copied because mm-hmm. obviously it's little these were all handwritten. This is, yeah, that you know, it was, it was copied, 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 and somebody like made this wrote this story in the margin, yeah, and then maybe it got slid into an actual copy of god's word that's that's one theory, and one that um I like best, that's
1: probably yeah. a good one,
0: yeah. But uh, it, it was in some of the Im- manuscripts, so it's just not like it's completely out of the, out of the blue. Mm-hmm. It fits with the rest of the text. Sure. It doesn't change who Jesus, Jesus is. No. It actually continues to prove who he is. Mm-hmm. And so there's really no reason to leave it out mm-hmm. just to be aware that it wasn't in all the old manuscripts. Right. So if you look at the subject of the passage, it probably says something like woman caught in adultery or adulterous woman. But then the, the story is more about Jesus than the woman. 100%. What will Jesus do with the woman who's caught? Yeah. So more importantly, uh, what will Jesus do with us when we're caught in sin? So that's really the whole out. I mean, so it, it's a great story. Mm-hmm. It still shows and proves who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason not to look at it. Mm-hmm. But you will notice that it, I'm sure it's in your Bible just like it's in mine. It's in it's in little double brackets there to yeah. to make you aware that it wasn't in all the old manuscripts. So right. that's something that we need to always be aware of when we're reading scripture. Right. But so let's look at the scripture. Okay. 1 through 11. All right, so you got everyone went home. Yep, they split. Well, Jesus didn't go home. He didn't have a home. Nope. But he went to the Mount of Olives, probably with the with the rest of the disciples. Mm-hmm. And it says, early in the morning, he came again to the temple. All the people came to him and sat down and taught, and he taught them. So this had to be in the courtyard, big area, begins to teach them, which is interesting. It's not like he just went and everybody said, oh, there's Jesus. Let's go check this out. Right. You know, and then he just started teaching, which is cool. You know, it wasn't a scheduled event that yeah, that he posted you know,
1: he didn't throw it out on social media and say, no. "Hey, I'm gonna be down there." Exactly. Y'all come on. People right.
0: just saw Jesus and they say, "Let's go to Jesus it, to see what He has to it say." It's just an
1: organic thing that
0: happened. Exactly. Yeah. And so the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and placed her in the midst. They said to her teacher, t- "said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery." So the scribes, th- they copied the law, like handwritten right. copied law. Out. So they loved the order, and this made them. Very picky about everything. They were like and a CPA almost. Exactly. Right. And of course, the Pharisees are these religious leaders. So remember, they wanted to kill Jesus. So uh-huh. They were trying to figure out any way to make Jesus say anything that was uh, even remotely they were like, sound this bad. This is it. So imagine you know, <laughs> thousands of people are sitting here listening to Jesus teach. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they bust in and they say, This woman was caught in adultery. Imagine that. Sitting, you know, Sunday morning, pastors up there teaching. Yep. And some, somebody gets in like, and it goes, bust in the sanctuary. <laughs> this woman was caught in adultery. <laughs> I mean, I'm picturing Ivanhoe Baptist
1: Church, right? Doors fly open. Boom. boom. And Josh is up there and he's like, oh, no. Yeah.
0: Here we go. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure they didn't say, hey, you know, tell the woman, hey, we're going to go see Jesus. You want to go? No, they drug like, oh, her. Oh, sure. No, yeah, this no, is probably kicking and yeah. screaming and she was She was making a scene. Tons of shame. Mm-hmm. Rabbi, this woman was caught. In adultery. Mm-hmm. So listen to the words, b- four and five. Okay. Uh, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery. Now in the law of Moses commanded us to stone such woman. So what do you say? So yeah. here we go. We got him. Yeah. We're this, gonna is so, this is so le- legalistic, right? Yeah, so oh yeah. <laughs> let me tell you something about legalistic people. Yes. They point out your shortcomings. They point out your disobedience by shaming you, and they do it with, I'm a better than you type of attitude. <gasps> Self righteousness. That, that's that's the legalistic people. Yep. Just like the scribes, just like the Pharisees, they are shaming this woman. Yep. Legalist legal legalistic yep. people make judgment about others on their own. Yep. It completely lacks the Christ-like attitude that we're called to have. Mm-hmm. It forgets the fact that we're all sinners, all saved by grace. Oh, right. Really. This is what Jesus says about legalism in, in Matthew seven three through five. It says, why do you look at the splinter in your brother's eye but don't notice the beam of wood in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the splinter out of your eye and look, there's a beam of wood in your own eye? Hypocrite. First take the beam uh, of wood out of your eye, and then you will see clearly take the splinter out of your brother's eye. Mm -hmm. Better make sure your house is clean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So nobody really likes legalistic people. Yeah, no. But we are intimidated by them. Yeah, they're bullies. They are. They're bullies. You know, mm-hmm. we think maybe a little bit of what they have or are, is are saying is true. Maybe it's a little true. So we need to avoid them. Yeah. Jesus doesn't. No. He he makes them the main target. Yep. You know, he doesn't avoid them. He just he goes right at them. And you would think he should go after the Romans first. I mean, they were brutal. They robbed people, they killed people, they hung them on crosses, they were crooked people. But Jesus didn't. He, he went to the people that looked like they were religious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But he sees their heart. He sees what they're truly like. Mm-hmm. So the story here is how Jesus deals with this woman who is caught in sin. Mm-hmm. She is definitely caught in sin. There was no, For sure. this yeah, is there's not no up question to debate, right? Yeah, there's no question. Verses 3 and 4, she was caught in the act of adultery. Yes. She's She's guilty. So when they come to Jesus, they're not asking if she's guilty. No, they're no, they're making a they statement. They know she's guilty, yeah. and so does Jesus. Right. I mean, he sees it. He knows. Mm-hmm. They're asking, what is the penalty? Yeah. They bring up the law of Moses. Now, mm-hmm. Jesus, why? Let's look at a couple of scriptures, okay? okay? So Leviticus 20, verse 10, says, If a man commits adultery with a married woman, he, is, he commits adultery with his neighbor's wife. Both the adulterer and the adulteress must be put to death. Wow. Wow. So So they got Jesus with this one. They think. They think. All right. Deuteronomy 22, 22. If a man is discovered having sexual relations with another man's wife, both the man who had sex with a woman and the woman must die. You must purge the the evil from Israel. So they really think they have caught Jesus right where they want him. Mm -hmm. Right. He will be forced to tell us. To stone this woman. Right. Right? Look at verse 6. This they said to test him, that he might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. Mm-hmm. So they think they have him between a rock and a hard place here, right? They For think that sure. Jesus, if Jesus doesn't stone her, he's not agreeing with the law of Moses, and how can he be the prophet of Israel if he doesn't believe the law of Moses? Mm-hmm. He can't be the Messiah. Can't. Right? Right. They also know that... He, if he says, don't stone her, he will be contradicting himself. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Back in Matthew 5, Jesus says, I didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill, fulfill the law. The law. Mm-hmm. So what if Jesus says, stone her? What if he says, stone her? Then he's contradicting his own words again back in John chapter 3. Jesus says, the Father didn't send me into the world to condemn the world. He sent me in the world to save, save the world. Right. Yep. So see the problem here? I do. I mean, they've thought this through. They how can Jesus be both holy and just in this moment? Right. Meaning when you sin, somehow he has to pay for it. Someone has to pay for it. Someone has to Someone pay. Has to it, pay. Right? Yes. They knew that. They knew the Old Testament way. If somebody sinned, you went, you killed an animal, you brought it in to sacrifice for that sin. Mm-hmm. So how does Jesus be both holy and just with this woman, but also be gracious and merciful mm-hmm. when she's clearly wrong? She's clearly she caught could, in sin. Sure. So the answer is...
1: <laughs> I like to say he he put it back on them. He he played their game better than they did.
0: Well, yeah, he definitely did play their game better than he did. Yeah. But what they wasn't k- taking into consideration was the cross. Right. Because uh, yep. at the cross, Jesus will fulfill the law. He does. Right. He knows that there has to be punishment for our sins. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the cross. Yeah. It's on the cross that he takes that punishment. Mm-hmm. He takes the sin, mm-hmm. and it falls on him, mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah. That's exactly why he came, Second Corinthians 5.21, great verse. He made the one who did not know sin to be sin, sin for us so that we, for that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. So God had Jesus be born into the world for one reason, one thing, to go to the cross mm-hmm. and to die for the sins. Right. So we may have grace and mercy. Mm-hmm. Correct. They wasn't taking that into account. Right. Because they were so ate up with their own agenda that they they just don't see it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you go back to John here, mm-hmm. the Pharisees and the scribes were setting Jesus up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, see back back then for someone to be found guilty, two witnesses had to agree, right, on seeing the act. Right. It's very rare that two people agreed on sin. Yeah. Right? yeah that's true. So this had to be a setup. It right. had to we're be. gonna catch this woman. We know we're we're pretty sure that she's doing it. Yeah. So we're gonna stake this out and we're gonna catch her. Yeah. Right.
1: We're gonna take a whole group of us over there to do it.
0: Yeah, see and, and, yeah, exactly. So yeah. we're gonna there's gonna make sure there's two or more There's there. there's more witnesses exactly. than we need. Exactly. Yeah. So in verse six you see Jesus bends down and he writes in the ground. What do you write? I have no I don't either. No idea. but You've heard the stories. <laughs> I've heard, yeah. I've heard that he wrote that he was writing down the law. Right. I've heard that he was writing down the sins of the Pharisees. That that's, brought, that's the main one that, that I that hear. That brought her in. Yeah. The truth is, we don't we know. no idea. No idea. The scripture doesn't say, so obviously it really doesn't matter. It does not. Whatever it was, it still continued to push Jesus, all right? Yeah. What you, What are you going to do? What What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine all the thoughts the people had while Jesus was riding on the ground? Yeah. I what always think do? of a dramatic pause, right? Yeah. You ever do that when you're preaching you stop for a second <laughs> and let them think about it? Well, yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> so you, you, he's riding on the ground and thousands of people, so there's like just everybody freezes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to figure out what is going on here. What is he going to do? What is he riding on the ground? Yeah. You know, and then everybody scattered, and everybody just ran to the place in the ground to see if they could see it, probably. Yep. And he probably messed it up. Yep, probably. <laughs> yeah. But I can just couldn't imagine all the thoughts of the people. Yeah, well, just think,
1: just thinking when you were a kid and you got in trouble and your parents paused for a minute mm-hmm. and you start telling on yourself. Or it'd be like, <laughs> or, hey,
0: go to your room when we talk about this. You yeah. Know, oh, oh. No. Right. Yeah,
1: that's worse than the punishment sometimes. <laughs> At least that's a big part of the punishment, maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you think, too, like, they they brought this woman. You know, I'm like, well, where's the man? That, that's what I'm where's saying. Where's the man? They brought the woman. Where's the guy at? Because
1: when you go back to Leviticus, yeah. it's very specific. It, it, the man, it focuses
0: too. More, it focuses mainly on the man. Yeah. But I'm sure there's a lot of females present, too. Oh, I'm, yeah. Like, where's the
1: dude? 100%. You caught them in the act? Really? Yeah. Where are they? Oh, you yeah, didn't bring but one. Why would you want
0: to set someone up to fail? Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. This is not right. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. So, verse seven through nine, it says, "And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and he said to them, Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her.'" Mm-hmm. And once more he bent down and rolled on the ground. But when he when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones, and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. So Jesus simply says, "Hey, one, the one with no sin, throw the first stone and yep. leave." Yep, and they leave. They're like, "Okay, we can't do that. We can't do it." So then he turns to the woman in verses ten and the first of eleven, and Jesus stood up and said to her, "Woman, where are they? No one has condemned you." Mm -hmm. She said, "No, Lord." And she, she said, "No one, Lord." So, Lord. Should have said Lord. She should have said Rabbi. Rabbi, right? Rabbi because right. they don't—they wasn't calling him Lord. No, they were calling him Rabbi. That's everyone addressed Jesus as Rabbi. Mm-hmm. So she's saying, "There's something different about this guy. He saved her. He saved her. There's something different about this guy." Mm-hmm. And then she tells him, "Neither do I condemn you. Go from now and sin no more." Mm-hmm. So you are sinning now. Stop doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when you come to—we come to Christ. Stop it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. All right. He doesn't say you're not guilty. Nope. He says, "I don't condemn you." Right. So All you're right? you're forgiven. You're forgiven. Mm-hmm. Now go and sin no more. She is that. guilty. Mm-hmm. He is a holy God. So he can say there is no condemnation. Right. 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 Oman, Romans eight one. There's no condemnation for those found in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. There's only two reasons I believe this woman has come to trust in Jesus. One, she calls him Lord. Right. All right. One she calls him Lord, and there's no condemnation. Right. For everyone else outside of Christ Jesus, there's condemnation. You're condemned. But if you trust in Christ, it's gone. Mm-hmm. So when she responds, Jesus looks at her and says, Neither do I condemn you. Mm-hmm. Paul says in Romans uh four, five, but to be the but the one who does not work, but Jesus believes on him, who declares the ungodly to be righteous, his faith is credited by righteousness. Mm-hmm. Jesus justifies the ungodly that's us that's us we are the ungodly for sure all right so jesus is saying that we are all guilty but if we trust in him he takes away that guilt and he puts it on himself
1: yep mm-hmm.
0: when god looks at us he sees jesus mm-hmm. and when he looks at jesus he sees us mm-hmm. So when Jesus says, I don't condemn you, it's because Jesus takes it on himself. He took he took what wasn't ours to carry. Right. Yeah. Go back to your go back to your your, your buddy John the Baptist, right? yeah. Behold my the man. Lamb who God who takes away the sin of the world. Yeah. So what do we learn here? Well, one, this does not tell us to clean up my life and God will love me. Right. This woman was caught in her sin and she becomes a child of God. Mm-hmm. How many times have we heard? I need to clean up my life first. Dude. Well, I get things get this things worked out. I'll, I'll give me yeah. get some stuff. Yeah, fixed. I really
1: need to take care of this before I go do that. No,
0: you go do that yeah. because you can't take care of that. You you don't want me there. Lightning will strike and the walls oh, will fall yeah. in. Hey, you
1: know how many times I've heard that? You know how many times I've heard that about me? I walk into a place. Oh, well, you know, yeah. it's yeah. like no, you don't, you don't you, get this. You want to try to clean up your life? Great, you're going to you're going to fail. You will fail, hundred percent. One hundred percent.
0: One thing you learned is you don't have to clean yourself up to come to Christ. No. And please don't. She You're was just wasting time. And she was forgiven. Yep. With grace, we, we must obey. That's another thing we learned. Yep. So when Jesus says, I'm forgiving you, I'm wiping away your debt. He also saying, stop sinning. Yeah. Sounds a lot like repentance. Stop sinning. Yep. Right. Yeah. Stop messing up. Yep. Stop yep. doing the wrong thing. Mm hmm. Yeah. You got to change it. Does grace cover all your sins? Yes, yes. It, it covers them all. Yes. It covers the penalty. It means I'm not going to be removed from 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 being with the Lord mm-hmm. because if I sin. But as as for me dealing with my sin right now, I still have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. The Bible is clear though. Galatians six seven says, "Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, he will also reap." Right. So if you if you leave here today and and you walk out and and you start hey I don't I don't like what 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 I heard I don't like what was said I don't agree with that that scripture I don't agree how they're talking about that scripture and you're driving 80 miles an hour down the road and you get pulled over and the cop isn't going to say well did you just come from church mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, go on you're covered with you're grace you're covered with grace <laughs> no <laughs> we reap what we sow in this life that never happens yeah <laughs> It's actually a sign that God loves you. Yeah, for sure. Hebrews twelve six says, For the Lord disciplines the ones he loves and punishes every son he receives. Mm-hmm. We're still going to be disciplined. Yeah. We will still reap what we sow. Yeah. We don't let our kids run wild. God no. doesn't let his children run wild. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, grace is not I can do whatever I want to now. Yeah. Or. Yeah, you, you hear
1: people all the time say, talk about that.
0: Well, I'll just ask for forgiveness. Well, that's not
1: how this works. Yeah, yeah you, you have to repent. There has to be a change of behavior. Uh-huh. Once you're shown grace and forgiven for whatever that is, don't go back and do it. Quit. Quit doing
0: it. Paul yeah. says in, in, in Romans 6, 1 and 2, what should I do then? Should we continue in sin so the grace may multiply? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely that's the not. one I was looking for. Absolutely not. Yeah. H- how can How can who died to sin still live in it? You can't. You still live in You didn't die to you it. You didn't die to it. So Jesus says, go and sin no more. It's very practical. It Very, uh, very practical. Yeah. But it's, it brings up a question Is it possible to sin no more? No. No. It's not. We have fleshly bodies. We live in a broken, messed up world. We have an enemy that wants to attack, ta- attack us. We will wander into sin. Mm-hmm. Even when we don't mean to, we will wander into sin. Oh, yeah. So does it mean that you can choose to deny the willfulness disobedience? Can you stop? making sinful choices <laughs> uh, <nah>. no <laughs> i mean again the apostle john says if we say we have not sinned we make him a liar and the word is not in us yeah so yeah. why then are we told to go and sin no more so why i don't have an answer right there's on only one standard yeah. I mean, there's only one standard in faith, and that is Jesus. That's Jesus. That's that's what we're called to live up to. We yep. will never be perfect, but that's our goal. That's We strive for that. Right. That's the word I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, to be Christ-like. Can that. you imagine if Jesus said, go and sin less? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't be sinless, but just go and sin, sin less. Sin less. Right? Yeah. I mean, let's talk about while ago. All right? Let's bring up my son, right? Okay. So you you get a job, and your standard is what? show up to work yeah be on time yeah right Yep. so if you're late one time do you get fired i hope not no no because y- there's grace there's grace there's grace yeah and praise praise god for
1: that exactly
0: yeah <laughs> so d- is it okay that you were late no no but there's grace
1: Mm-hmm. yep and you should continually strive to not be
0: late yeah but sometimes things are going to happen. Yeah, I say my son because he was late for work this morning. Oh my goodness! I feel bad for him though. He slipped <laughs> in. It was not his fault. I well, mean, it's well, his we, fault, but
1: we we, we kind of kept him up late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take yeah. part of the blame, also. but he's it got grace. Fine. Yeah, he'd be fine.
0: Yeah, you know, you're not. We're not going to have a perfect record. You ever late for work? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: See, yeah. it happens. Yeah. I I just remember the panic that used to set oh, in yeah. on me.
0: Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> but but it makes sense. I mean Jesus. <laughs> Jesus didn't come to the cross to slow my sin down. No. No. He He came to give me a new life. He came to transform my life. So my life would be a testimony of mercy, a testimony mm-hmm. of grace. Yep. We should so, be reflecting that same thing to others. Yeah. yeah. So whether so whether you, you walk in or you get drug in like this woman did, you yeah. come face-to-face face with Christ, you have to make a decision. She believed, and in that belief there was no con- condemnation. Right. So out of that, we're called to obey. Mm-hmm. Go and sin no more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It it doesn't read go and sin no more, and there will be no condemnation. Right. It says go and sin no more. That would be the works for salvation. Yeah. We're not like that. We can't. We that's can't. not what Jesus does. Change comes when you meet Jesus. That's it. So, yeah, yeah your your works won't get you there, but they better reflect. That's where yeah. you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. That's a tough one for people. So, one more. Okay. This whole story is about mercy. Yes. This is a story of a Savior who loves an unlovable person. No one probably would have questioned anything if Jesus had stoned her.
1: No. 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 In fact, the Pharisees would have loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And the crowd would have been like, okay. Yeah, I guess that's how that I is. Mean, that's what the law says. That's it. So he's not asking me to clean up my life and I'll love you. mm mm-hmm. he, He's saying, I'll love you, and then I'll put my spirit inside of you, and that will help you. hmm so if you're sitting, if you're out there in Internet or wherever you are, right, and thinking that I'm not good enough for Jesus, you are exactly who he came for. Mm-hmm. And if you're sitting out there thinking I'm better than most of the people that are in church, mm-hmm. you're more like a Pharisee.
1: Yeah. ta Ta-da. Ta-da. It's true. It's true. I don't know why we complicate that so much. Uh, it's it's weird to me it's easy but hard it, it well it is it, it and, and some people may look and say well that maybe that's just too easy well okay yeah <laughs> maybe it is i don't know all right all right we're good we're good. good i love time it. we get to
0: talk about i'm the light of the world
1: that's right Woo! Woo. yeah i'm sparkly all right here we go <laughs> let's let's dismiss in prayer and we'll get out of here father we're so thankful for this time together we're thankful for your word we're thankful for for this day and it it's another opportunity to to share this with people uh that we're called to do father we ask that you put your healing hand on those that need it according to your will as only you can do and just bless this message and, and everyone that receives it as an encouragement as it's intended father and we pray that in jesus name amen